following podcast represents the perspectives of the host and our guests. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent those of our places of work. Welcome to Parcels of Info, NDC's most efficient way to deliver parcels of valuable info to the healthcare supply chain. I'm today's host, Ian Farty, and joining me today is John Wells, President and CEO of Midmark Corporation. A new segment we're toying around with is called The Start of the Story. We'll be talking to manufacturers, distributors, and individuals from time to time about how their story started in our business or how their companies came to be today. Many of you know John from over 32 years at Midmark Corporation, a world leader in environmental design that enables better care experience at the point of care. But do you know the start of the story? John, thanks for being with us today. Well, thank you, Ian. Uh, Honored to be here. Honored to be here. So let's dive right in. Uh, We got about 15 minutes to talk here, but take me back to 1915 in Minster, Ohio. I believe that's where the start of the story is. It it is the start. And uh, uh, we were Cummins Machine Company uh, in Minster, Ohio, and uh, we made small concrete mixers in about 1920. Uh, we started to make uh, locomotives, small locomotives for mining and amusement parks, if you can believe it. And um, and and uh, John Eiding, the first Eiding, um, actually was appointed to the board, and the name was changed to Industrial Equipment about 1921. And there's a long history of that that we'll get into, but uh, uh, humble beginnings in Minster, Ohio. So so hold on, concrete mixers. That's to right. entire medical environments. It sounds like a long story, but fast forward to a point where that sort of came to transition. Well, the um, I'll say Midmark has always been based, you know, even from our from our beginnings, uh, with with a strong um, focus on reinvention yep. and uh, and innovation. And in the '60s, uh, Carl Lighting, which was uh, John's son. Uh, he got the business to about, you know, over a million dollars, which was, you know, quite a milestone for the business. Jim was involved, uh, which was Carl's son, the third generation of Iding. And um, we acquired, and this was with Jim's leadership and for, uh, foresight, he looked at it and said, hey, you know, we need to be in businesses that uh, can, can be sustained for the long term. And healthcare looked really attractive. Uh, because it's somewhat recession proof. It's not yeah. recession proof, by the way, but it, you know, it, it's, <laughs> The macroeconomic uh, trends of healthcare, you know, are there in in tough times as well as uh, uh, you know economic successful times, and uh, so so uh, he acquired uh, American Metal Metal Furniture out of Indiana. It had yeah. a number of of medical products, and that was in '67, and um, and from that um, that's where we got into to uh, healthcare and into medical, and the the name was changed. From industrial engineering to IE Industries at that point, for obvious reasons, you know the business is changing. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of funny. Our our foray into working with dis- distributors started at that point. Uh, Jim and Dave Bester drove around in an El Camino, and they had a table in the back. Um, if you remember El Caminos, they weren't yes. very big in the back. I'll just <laughs> say right. that. And they went from dealer to dealer, and uh, they'd be gone for weeks just to just to you know give this product a chance and and and, and start. And then um, we had a few contract reps, but our first dedicated rep 
was in 75. Um, that was uh, Don Kitzmiller. If you're familiar Don with Don. Kitzmiller, absolutely. Yes, yes. He was our first rep. And he was on the East Coast. And uh, we all, you know, there was a period of time in the, in the 70s and 80s where we really fought. I mean, we, Scott Fanning came aboard. He was a yeah. rep, Dick Mormon, and staples of the industry uh, and staples of Midmark's history. And they were obsessed with winning. I mean, yeah. obsessed to a point where we all know the story. I mean, to a point where um, they never they, they never gave up, and that relentlessness and and you know you know working forward to to uh, growing in the in the business really came through. I'll say my first day when I started in 1990, yeah. um, the creativeness of the of the of of the Don and and Scott era and with Dick Morbin, um, I uh, was hired and I had to go to a Hida meeting. Yeah. And it's like, OK, get on a plane. So I went and I bought a new suit from J.C. Penney's. And so, I mean, I literally went from, you know, Kettlersville, Ohio, and I was on a plane flying to Baltimore. And so I checked in and they said, oh, you have to go to the suite at this particular time. So I go into the suite and half of the group was the, the these were all sales reps. Men yep. were dressed in wedding dresses. The other half were in tuxes. <laughs> And it was a famous theme we did. It was we're 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 committed. We're married yeah. to our to our distributor partners, and we're in this for the long haul, you know. And we had Dr. Ruth speak, and I just remember walking into that that hotel room, and I thought, what did I get myself into? And that was the first of many, you know, just creative ways to get oh, attention yeah. and uh, and really drive because we had the products, we had yeah. the innovative products, and that's the but we needed to get attention. We needed to really uh, change the mindset and reframe you know, what these products could be in the industry. And you do that through, you know, engaging distribution partners that are out there at feet on the street. So absolutely. And it's, it's amazing. You know, I jotted down a few notes and when you talk about it, here are two men with enough foresight to put the product, uh, a table in the back of their El Camino and drive it around. And then the creativity, you know, your booths at Hyda over the years were legendary, but I don't know if that creativity has the same, you know, uh, opportunity today. You know, I don't know if you can put a medical product in the back of an El Camino. No, no. Uh, or it, maybe it, a it Jeep Gladiator. Yeah. It's, it's amazing is, how yeah. how Midmark has created this innovation through time and the different opportunities. It's, it's, it's remarkable. Uh, take me back a little bit, though, because Versailles – and sales, yep. you know unbelievable city unbelievable community what you all do for it but how did the company get from minster to versailles well this was uh, part of jim's uh, legacy in 69 jim knew we needed to find a new home i'll say minster's a great town uh, but there was a, another company in minster called mr machine very yeah. successful large company and you know right we, they were literally across the street uh, from from Midmark on the east side. So Midmark didn't see the light of day until about 10 o'clock. That was the old story because of it was a large building across the street. And so Jim knew to grow long term, you know, we need to find a, a, another location and found Versailles, found the, the people in Versailles. It's all, you know, we're a people business. We all yeah. are yeah. Um, strong work ethic, very committed to to doing things right, have that you know, I'll call it the grit, you know, like yeah. we're going to figure this out, the problem solving, you know, yeah. and this goes back even the El Caminos and all these other things. But, uh, and it was a really great fit for, for, uh, for us at the time. 
and it was a great fit for for sales. And so collectively, we've grown through the years, and uh, um, it's been a really great, you know, we'll call it the, uh, you know, locality as well as yeah. business relationship. And uh, uh, Versailles has just been fantastic for us. So that was that was the history and the reason. You know, it, uh, you just put another thought in my mind that, you know, a lot of manufacturers are really the heart of small communities across America. What type of pressure does that put on a company like Midmark when you are the heart of of a of an entire town? You know, there's stories of marching bands bringing customers to your offices and and all that. Does that pressure still resonate today? Well, it, it you know if you're if we're both from the community as well as from Midmark's perspective, open and honest about what we we need. Yeah. Um, and uh, then it, it can it can work really really well because no matter where you're at, you have these responsibilities to the people yeah. that are employed by and or the the the, the locale, and uh, we our our culture we we speak to our culture based on we care for each other we care for our customers and we care for our communities. And Versailles is like oh yeah it's the Versailles but it's broader it's it's committed to philanthropy it's committed to industry associations like Haida, like HMMC. Yeah. And, uh, and just, if you're involved, you're engaged, you know, do it right. You know, let's, let's be a part of this and make a real difference moving forward versus just being a participant. And I think you see that and, and, you know, our, our work in, in the, the town of Versailles, you can really see what Absolutely. can happen with, yeah. if, if you get it just dialed in, uh, just right. That's, that's amazing. So, now the name Midmark, we, we I understand you've taken me up to the point, but explain to me where the name Midmark came from. Yeah, we had IE Industries um, to the mid '70s, and uh, 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 you know we we knew that IE Industries really wasn't a great name, you know, for a particular company. Uh, we we got creative. We called it Innovative Engineering. You know, it was industrial equipment, and and so we we did a number of things, but we knew that it was. It was vowels. We, we knew it just wasn't going to be a long-term viable brand for us. So did some research. Um, and um, at the end of the day, we're a Midwest company and uh, and mark of excellence. So those uh, were the two themes yeah, that yeah, really yeah. came through. We we strive for excellence. And, uh, and there's a culture that's really deep. So mid-mark uh, came to yep. be. And and that was in 1978. We, we, uh, we changed the brand and the rest is history. That's that's amazing. So unbelievable, you know, the the foresight and the 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 ingenuity going from concrete mixers to rail cars to box tables. Yeah. But right now, you know, there's there's even more. It's technology. It's now how can you provide better patient care through an entire point of care? Tell us where that came from and how that continues to to be the backbone well uh, our focus on on technology in healthcare really began when uh and Eileen clamar jim's daughter the, the fourth generation uh became president in in 1999 yep. and she she's a, a practicing physician uh and hall of fame member and hall of fame hall of fame member industry icon and yep. uh and and pwh founder and 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 does so much for the industry um, she saw the inefficiencies that were occurring in these practices. In fact, her husband, Rob, still practices. He's a practicing family physician in Versailles today. And there's so much that can be done 
to better these care experiences. And um, so, so there were acquisitions that Midmark made. Um, there was uh, uh, Brentwood, um, which was a software-based ECG, way ahead of its time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so everything is baked into the Epics and the Cerners and the and the EMRs. So it makes it very very easy to practice digital solutions. I mean, to transitioning from an equipment company of discrete products yeah. to a product that can help the caregiver and patient interact better together so they don't have all these distractions. I mean, that's the work. Uh, yeah. That's the, that's what it, what occurs is really, that's what we want to want to occur is the caregiver can examine, diagnose, treat, and do it, and it, all their attention is focused on this. And, and so all these distractions and new technology was the path forward. And then um, I'll say John Bauman in uh, 2016, we furthered that when we got into more workflow solutions and we acquired yep. a company um, uh, that was Versus. It's an RTLS company. It's Midmark RTLS now. And it tracks patients, staff, assets, and not just from location, and that's a part of it, but it also tracks a number of things in regard to time in practice, time with doc, uh, uh, you know, all these, how they transverse through the facility. And because we know healthcare systems have a lot of pressure now to yep. reduce costs. Yeah. And um, so we can help in operations, real estate, staff. There's a real staffing issue. How can we help them become more productive with less staff and more efficiency, more efficiency in these spaces? So um, we, we've really changed from a discrete equipment, build it, ship it to a design company that can help clients, help our customers, whether they're in medical, dental or animal health, you know, build the best practice for them and make sure that it's sustained in regard to a highly efficient and effective practice. That's amazing. You know, uh, uh, when I first got into the business, Anne was obviously prominent in the business and, and t talking about her foresight, it also made me think about how many people, she has no idea the impact she had on me or my career, you know, and now you look through PWH and you look through the people that that will be there in April for her Hall of Fame induction. You know, I, I hope at some point she realizes the number of people she's touched and and I'm certainly well, one sad. of them. And it's it's just amazing. And yourself, you know, we've gone back 25 years. I don't mean to put an age on you, but <laughs> 25 years. And, and yeah. I've certainly gotten a lot more from your teachings. And of course, Dick, uh, I knew Don just for a short, short period of time. Uh, met uh, Scott right near the end, but just a remarkable continuation of great people doing great things. Now, this all kind of, this idea kind of came, I was up visiting you all in Versailles and had an opportunity to go through the Experience and Technology Center and see the real-time locating system and, and all that. Tell us how that has impacted your customer, you know, uh, experience, your customer knowledge base, all of those things that go into delivering the products that, believe it or not, the customers will need. You know, they're available today, but your foresight is bringing them to products they, they will need. Well, the in, in 2018, we, you know, we, we shifted to a design company. And, and that's a, there was part of it that we, we did really well. And there's a part of it that's a bit aspirational when, when you do have these business shifts. But truly, you know, we're a clinical environmental design company. So in medical, dental, animal health, um, 
we impact how the not just what the equipment is selected, but how it works together, those workflows, the efficiency. So the work is more important. The job to be done is the most important and the equipment is secondary. So to be able to educate, there's not a lot of resources out there. So we yeah. built the Experience Center here in Versailles and thank you for, for coming. And uh, um, it's 15,000 square feet, but we have customers in every day and they understand different types of workflow. We don't want to be too prescriptive on here's the best workflow. So here's what you need to do. We learn from them what they need. Um, and then we, we, we help them with suggestions. Here are areas that you may want to consider. Here are areas based on this. Oh, by the way, here's another client that we met with two weeks ago. They doing something similar to you. Would you like to connect with them? And it's very, very powerful. We also yeah. build a tech center, which is our new engineering and lab systems. And so when we have customers come in, we have our engineers and lab, there's interaction. So not only are we helping our customers, we're learning from them. And so these outpatient spaces across these three businesses, there's just not a lot of resources. So yeah. we, we, we like to say that we're helping them make the right decisions faster. We're making it visible to them. Here's their path forward. Here are the standards. Yeah. And uh, and and that clinical environmental design company is kind of a mouthful. But when you 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 see these architects and these clients and these facility folks come in and and work with our teams, you really see that come to life. Yeah. No. And it's amazing. And and I, I'm just worried how many people will be contacting you for a tour after this podcast hits the airwaves. Um, they were ready. They were yeah, ready. right. And, and, you know, for our listeners, it's not, we've talked a lot of medical, but it's, it's any point of care, it's vet, it's dental, it's, you know, any specialty, all of these things are there for you to see at the, the experience center. And it's, it's really unbelievable. Um, John, I can't thank you enough. Uh, absolutely unbelievable start of the story to think you know, to go from, to be in that boardroom when they were making cement mixers to to being in your experience center today, uh, the lives you've saved, um, the, the care you've given, it, it's really remarkable. And I am so, so thankful you took some time to talk with us today. Well, well, thank you, Ian. And uh, our, our vision is around transforming healthcare experiences uh, yep. through innovative design. And you don't, you, you don't do that you know, haphazardly. You do that through a lot of work, a lot of people, generations, that grit, you know, where you speak of, of you know, Ann's impacting, you know, Don's impacting, Jim, uh, you know, Carl and John, you know, they, they, they were, they made a difference. And, yeah. uh, and that's in our culture across, if you, if you talk to any Midmark person, I, I, I fully expect you'll feel that. It means a lot to us. And um, so we're, you know, we, we very much, are, are proud of our history, but we are looking to the future. We know that the healthcare challenges in front of us are are immense, and we want to help. We want to be there for all these these uh, systems, dental practices, animal health uh, consolidations, all the pain that they're going through. We can yeah. make it easier for them. Um, not only will we be successful, we'll make them successful. Our distribution partners are successful, and so there's a lot more to come. There's there's a whole nother chapter to write and we're excited uh, uh, for the uh, for the next few years and, and the next generation. Well, there is no doubt that uh, the history of success will continue into the future. And John, thank you again for taking the time to share with us the start of the story. Uh, I'm sure our listeners are as pressed as I am on the growth of the company and the strength of the leadership. Uh, and 
Beyond all, your never wavering commitment to better care. Thank you.